Hey everyone, it's the Expat Brad Podcast, Salman Qureshi here, and I am feeling good. Feeling good about a new day, a new week ahead, and life in general. Because you know, you know what they say, life every day is a new day, a new beginning. It's so wonderful, everything, so many opportunities, life just lies ahead of you unless you're 90 years old or something I don't know how much I mean life still lies ahead of you but I don't know how much right like could be could be a few seconds anytime now <laughs> horrific um yeah or when you're getting old like me like I'm, I'm in that mid-range phase right so there is life ahead of me but I'm not sure how much and I'm not sure how much like I'll be able to like run through it or like charge through it, you know, because you slow down a little bit with life or or at least that's what we tell ourselves. So maybe if I keep telling myself I'm young and, you know, keep going, uh, maybe age won't uh, affect me. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, <laughs> when I do think about people telling me that shit like life's a new day, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you're still carrying the debt from yesterday on you, right? Like, imagine you're one of these um, kids with, like, those student loans in the States. Crazy amounts, man, when I when I hear about it. It's just crazy. They're, like, in debt forever or something because of it, because of an education. And I think they were expecting to get a job that would just pay it off. I don't know what they were thinking, uh, I, I particularly feel sorry for the people who like maybe took a student loan to study poetry or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, it shouldn't be like that in the world, uh, you know, in the world and stuff. But it is, and uh, and and, that, and I feel bad for them, man, because they're they're carrying that load forever. It's uh, you should read up on that. It's just crazy the amounts, right? And I, and I gotta admit, I didn't have that problem because I'm. Uh, uh, in, in with brown parents, they they pay. You just have this expectation that they'll cover your um, student uh, university fee and stuff, like straight from schooling all the way till your university. Uh, I don't know if that's changing. Um, obviously, it would depend on how much money your parents have, where they can send you. So, you might encourage you to do, uh, get some scholarships if you really want to go somewhere super expensive. But 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 it's just a given, like just like how they're expected to pay for your marriage. Like I, you know, my parents just insisted on covering a lot of the cost, and and they did it for five of us. And we're like, look, you know, we can cover some of this on our own, or or pay for it on our own, or not make it so big that we don't have to take something from you. But it's just an expectation of um, of doing that. And uh, I guess that's we're kind of like in the middle. When it comes to that's our white privilege, you know what? When, when I hear about that, that's our bit. Like these, um, we we get yeah, because you, you you hear about these kids with student loans and all these um uh, uh like the Afro American community in the states and stuff who over years couldn't get loans, were not given the proper rights. Even now they get all this kind of stuff that's going on with them about uh, loans and stuff being more difficult. And uh, yeah, and I escaped that man. Uh, so, uh, so I guess it's a little hard to complain about everything when I know secretly I have some privileges in the community and I'm also, but it's also a worry, right? Cause now I'm done using it up. Uh, and, uh, they, now I, I have my own kid and he's going to grow up and at some point I, culturally I might be expected to pay for his shit now. 
And um, I'm not sure <laughs> if I want to. I think he should be a self-made person. Um, you know, get things done by himself. Uh, I don't know how that's going to that's gonna play out. And, and, you know, having to take that burden on me as well. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it's my kid. I'd love to. I'll help out in every way I can. But it's funny how I'm starting to think about the other side now that it's it's where I am. <laughs> you know, just, just play to my advantage on both sides. So when I'm growing up, I tell my parents, yeah, you, of course you got to pay. It's, it's our culture and shit. And then now when it's my turn, I'm going to turn to the kid and go, listen, this isn't a healthy culture, okay? <laughs> you should you should be self-made um, and, and just do it yourself, all right? Cool. All right, that, that would save me a quick buck, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's what I'm going to go with because um, <laughs> you know, the other thing I hate with people is when they go on about like um, about how these people are like Elon Musk is in the news a lot, right? Like with Twitter and everything. Um, and, and I got got to there's a meme out there which uh, kind of said something about um, him not really founding Tesla and how he has had money. And so he came in and he's he's not all that it seems to be the, the point the meme was making. I forget all the details, but the point it was making was it highlighted he had made some money from Tesla uh, from PayPal uh, from his startup. And then he used that money to buy into Tesla and eventually He's not the one who created, although he's he's legally now allowed to call himself a co-founder. But he uh, he basically took over, and the original guys have have been like kind of um, ousted out, you know. And it was just the point was when you come from privilege, then you get these advantages and stuff. Uh, and he did, I guess, his dad had like some kind of gold mine or diamond mine, some kind of crazy gems mine that made them a lot of money and his mom i don't think she was too poor her current um her current net worth is around 20 million i looked this up right 20 million dollars so she's canadian like she was a model in her time so he doesn't come from a poor background and he had all these advantages i think the meme was a bit misleading because he did have some tough times like he grew up in south africa had to move to Canada, do some odd jobs, and 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 he did, uh, you know, he did start up uh, one of his own businesses early on, uh, which netted him something, which became PayPal in a bit, uh, and then eventually blah blah blah, sold on so forth, and now he's the richest person in the world. Um, but he did have some kind of stepping stone, that's for sure. And I hate when these guys talk about like Bill Gates and everybody and how they're like, oh, you know, well they started. Um, business out of their garage and stuff and and I'm like well hold on all right they had a garage which was attached to like some kind of mansion or something or a big house okay just the fact that they had an extra room in their house even if it was a garage or whatever uh, it's it's a place they had a space and they (laughs) you don't understand there are people there are families that live in a studio apartment man or, you know, even if you're middle class, you grow up, you're sharing a bedroom with your siblings and stuff. So, you know, when they make it out like, oh, they struggled. I'm just like, shut up, man. Shut up. All right. They had like a lot of advantage and they got through it and stuff. And they, they had lots of things going for them. So, and I'm not trying to take away. I see the other side as well, right? No excuses. Get on with things and, and make it happen. Uh. But you got to look at reality is what my point is, right? Both sides. Yes, don't make excuses. There are actual people who've done great things in life, even though they were completely coming from backgrounds that were terrible. 
but at the same time we kind of like make everyone sound like they're amazing and you gotta you gotta admit to certain people had a lot of privileges and that's you know maybe life could be a bit more fair man that's my point right or if you're listening to people's achievements don't get yourself down because you go oh my god they did this and that you got to look at your own circumstances and go how well did i do against that you're competing against yourself is my point wow this turned into a motivational thing i started off with (laughs) ranting about people yeah but this is this is the whole thing with the with the thing about this is a new day and new life and blah 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 it's because i i my problem the other problem i have with that right it's so tough it's not always a good thing because take my fitness right i'm trying to lose weight i'm trying to live a healthier life but it's not like uh you can you can work out for two months and then coast for the rest of the year or three months and then coast for six months you know i take that too but you can't you have to get up every day and you start from zero again so you have to eat healthy again that day you have to work out again on that day you got to push yourself again every day <laughs> and while i enjoy some of it some of it is addictive if you get into the habit of exercise but in terms of like man i'd like to coast a little bit okay sometimes i want to coast all right how about that um but no you can't you can. Every day you wake up, you might have paid off all your bills yesterday, but today because you woke up and you're alive and you're living in your house, you're going to start racking up those bills again. So <laughs> it's a it's a reset. It's not always a good thing. Okay? That's what I'm saying. I'd like to coast. I'd like to be able to go through six months of not having to worry about anything after having worked for three months or even six months. I'll take six months, six months. That's a fair ratio. One to one, right? One to one. That was my whole point of... Um, Going, working for myself when I went into stand-up comedy freelancing blah, blah blah my whole idea was that at some point I'll be the master of my own hours I, I'll be able to balance it I'll choose the work I want to do and you have all these beautiful things in your head and I don't think I've worked harder in a job than I have for myself right that's the bit no one tells you about like there's no weekend it's harder to plan holidays uh, you tend to say yes to work because you're always a bit like, man, I, I better take this on because next month might be a bit slow because it's summer, whatever it is. So this whole thing is just, uh, uh, it's a, <laughs> no one tells me. So now I want to get to a point where I coast a bit, okay? All right, so make it happen, people. If you've got ideas, share it with me. I want to know, <laughs> all right? There's got to be something to it. There's something I'm missing out on. Um, but I did, uh, I think the timings do help me watch the NBA games, which are at ungodly hour in uh, this part of the world. They, some of the games are like at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., <laughs> and they're tough. I find it hard, uh, but the playoffs have been kind of interesting. Some of them started around 9, 10 p.m. here, which is great, or 11. Uh, and already, man, I, I, like I said before in the previous uh, podcast, I think this is going to be a great, a great playoff series for everybody like the teams are great the competition is high round one already looks very interesting some of them mismatches maybe they'll be quick but uh the celtics and the nets game one i just watched it disclaimer all right uh they won by a point the celtics is neck and neck throughout um really good game uh pretty much ended on the buzzer you can't you can't have it more exciting i think that's the series that will really be incredible to watch uh if if the first game says anything i mean literally there's a one point difference between the two 
uh, both all of them have great players, some legends in there. So it's it's going to be a great season. I I might even go as far to say the winner might end up in the finals here uh, and take the whole thing as well, just because they're the ones coming from such a tough start off. They'll be like pumped up for the rest of the playoffs if they get through this first round. But let's see how it plays out because uh, I'm not a great predictor of sports. <laughs> I've uh, I found myself to be pretty terrible at it, actually, predictions and stuff. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to it, man. What I'm not looking forward to, God, my mind's just, sorry if I sound hectic today. I got to slow down and breathe, right? Sometimes you just go, Salman, breathe. If you're listening to me right now, breathe. Everyone together, just take a slow breath, all right? Because <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why my mind's running today, but seriously, like, um, Nepal just filed for bankruptcy. Uh, no, sorry, Sri Lanka. And Nepal's running out of money. And Pakistan's running out of money. I don't know what other countries are in this position, but it's bizarre, right? A country running out of money. Like Sri Lanka had to go, hey, man, we can't pay back your loans. Like I, that's an awkward conversation to have. Like I, felt, I, I feel bad as an individual going up to someone and saying that. But as a country to go up and go, listen, <laughs> We're we're out of money, and uh, what what? How do you have that conversation? What do the banks say? Like, wait, wait, you have a whole country, man. Yep, yep, we do. You're a whole island by by yourself. You got natural resources. Yes, we do. You've been around for fifty six years. You're not some young teenage kid. Yep, yep, yep. Everything's fair. Good points, but we don't have money. Uh, for what? For like paying back the loans? No, actually, we don't have money to pay for anything. <laughs> right food and shit like how do you then go tell the people no wonder they're angry the Sri Lankans man they're like you know there's one thing about people in any island take Hawaii uh, Sri Lanka or far back as Philippines you you find this gentleness amount amongst uh, people who grow up on islands right they're a different type of breed I think I think and uh, and here they are like these chilled out people, the most chilled out people. I've been to Sri Lanka and I loved it. Chilled out people mostly. And if they're mad now, right? They're like angry about this shit. And, and why wouldn't they be? Like if <laughs> like if you trusted someone with all your money, just take care of the basic needs, man, as, gov- as the government. Like basic shit, right? If you want to stay in power, I don't understand how politicians get this so wrong, right? Like how could you be so stupid to just like, I know you want to milk it, right? Milk it. Go ahead. I don't... <laughs> to some extent, I'm like, you know, I expect corruption. With power comes great corruption, all right? But keep things moving enough to milk it, all right? You you just want to slaughter the cow and then have no milk, right? So all they had to do was just some basic finance and keep it together so that they could continue ruling the people are chilled out and you'd be in power and you live a great life nope they run out of money out of basic goods i'm talking about food and shit man (laughs) you deserve whatever's coming your way and now nepal's well nepal i don't believe as much they've always been poor but you know still crazy still crazy that a whole country is in that state pakistan i kind of get it's a crazy country with 200 million people I don't know what's going to happen. They keep going on about like this is the destruction of Pakistan and then it survives another 10, 15 years and, and, and we're all good. So let's let's see how this plays out. It's interesting to me though. This stuff is very interesting to me. Uh, like the inflation 
that everything affects us on an individual level, but governments can just, uh, man, this is this is why I always rant out against po- anyone supporting politicians too much. I'm like, man, they're all in it for a fast buck. So uh, just take it with a pinch of salt and don't get all like holy about it. All of them are the same, all right? Like trusting politicians to take care of you is like trusting a stripper to a stripper's words about how they feel about you you know uh <laughs> did i read that somewhere maybe i don't know and uh and and, and i'm sorry I started off on a high and now it's just low because uh, man you probably have been seeing the israel stuff going on i know something was instigated with some attack but man they go full force it's like you know if you have a sibling and let's say there's like a five-year or ten-year difference and the younger kid the younger sibling just kind of uh, punches you in your um, sh- on your shoulder or arm, <laughs> and the elder sibling just turns around and like punches a little one in the face, and then starts stomping him. That's how I feel the Israel-Palestine relationship is, and that's terrible. I'm not laughing about the situation. I'm just it's just absurd. And every time, and I'm no uh, anti. I'm not exactly anti-Israel or anti-Jew or whatever. I that's also wrong but I but every time I'm like trying to talk to people about look pieces a better way Israel goes ahead and does this shit and I'm like man you're just making it hard for me to defend you out here you know stop doing that shit uh I just hope there's peace everywhere and everybody has enough to eat it's uh it's crazy right now I feel very privileged and I hope you do too if you're in that kind of situation. Hey, Matt, if you're listening to a podcast right now, then you probably are. All right, so <laughs> so let's uh, let's thank our lucky stars and uh, and hope everything gets better. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week ahead. I gotta run to my kid, take care of him, play with him. It's uh it's fun time, dad and kid time. Uh, love to you guys all. Um, subscribe, share, you know the drill, and uh, and keep supporting the podcast. Thank you very much. Take care, people.